0: What makes a good movie what makes a movie good
1: <sighs> two people have a really long in-depth conversation
0: mm-hmm.
1: nothing is resolved uh-huh. one of them mysteriously disappears in a lake and then the other person's just <clears throat> crying on a bench and that's how the movie ends <laughs> And welcome to Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs, a Frasier podcast. I'm one of the hosts. You hear my voice, it comes out of the podcast player that you're using. Mm. I appreciate it. I'm Diana.
0: I'm Dave. I'm also one of the hosts. His <laughs> voice is coming out of your podcast player.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, this is an episode. Sure is. Episode 622 visions of daphne so not only can you hear this podcast but you can see it if you are a patreon patron of ours
0: (laughs) yes indeed you can
1: and dave had some words about that
0: yeah uh i just want to address uh if you are a patreon subscriber we super Super appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.
1: the The podcast is always going to be available to listen to for free. Like yeah. if you're able to, you know, throw us a dollar or whatever. I mean, it makes a huge difference. It does. Like it, it really does. Mm-hmm. Um, we're able to like upgrade what equipment we're using and, you know, buy some snacks. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean. Uh, and you know like it but it helps it helps a lot
0: it does help it does help and also if if you do support us there's uh for even a dollar a month they still we still have all the other content that's on there all the previous video episodes additional audio content for a whole bunch of episodes now Mm -hmm. um the two song the two versions of the song that we recorded she's such a groovy lady from um and does it his way and like, and a there's few lots other things. of video there's,
1: stuff, there's and like, like, you get to hear all the like audio outtakes from the podcast, and they're usually long and yeah, crazy. Yeah. So if you enjoy like our banter, it's on there.
0: Yeah, like t- like today's, for example, I think is gonna be like an extra 15 minutes of content at least. Um, okay. So there's like to give you an idea, there's a whole lot of extra random. And it's just us talking about random nonsense. It has nothing to do with Frazier. Doesn't take away from our discussion of that, but are supporting us you get to hear us just ramble about random nonsense so if you like that bit of the podcast that's what you get on patreon <laughs> a little bit extra of that uh and if you want to support us you can do so for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash tgif arcade uh, and then you'll get access to all of the content that we mentioned you want to uh, jump into the actual episode now yeah all right cool so tell us about that opening and time um, and stuff. so
1: there's that lightning Sure is. Lightning strikes mm-hmm. only once, I hear. Once, and then there's only ever been one lightning strike around the world.
0: <laughs> yes. Is it just like just going one. around? Is it just?
1: Is it just going around? Is it
0: just the same one repeating? Like
1: no, there's only ever been one. Oh,
0: it's weird that like people talk about it so much. No,
1: it's just a screensaver. <laughs>
0: <I> <laughs> they see. think it's
1: happening, but it's not there really.
0: Ah, it's a screensaver of just the world um -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay cool yeah the
1: world screensaver
0: i see i see interesting that's often
1: what people how people refer to this podcast
0: (laughs) yep that's why benjamin franklin also invented the flying toaster
1: oh yes Mm -hmm. yes
0: for that other world screensaver
1: Mm -hmm. after dark shout out (laughs) Mm -hmm. i like the one with the marbles
0: like the one one what's the one with the marbles
1: well the marbles drop uh-huh. and then there's but there's one that has a smiley face and when it hits the other marbles it goes <laughs> i don't know it's very cute it might not make that kind of noise but it's very cute so this episode is the 22 minutes and 10 seconds we wow. all come Just, to expect yep. and enjoy yep. yep and then who's that writer
0: it's actually two writers on this episode okay uh it's uh janice hirsch and Lori kirkland baker Um uh, I mean, so she's listed as Laurie Kirkland Baker on IMDb. We've talked about this a little bit, but she's at, she was Laurie Kirkland when this episode came out. Okay. So Janice Hirsch has written exactly, she's written two episodes before this. This is the, her third and final episode. Okay. Uh, she wrote Roz alone mm-hmm. and she wrote Our Parents Ourselves. Okay. So you don't know, that's when Frazier gives Roz a loan and he doesn't like how she's spending the money. And then the one where, like, they fix up Martin and Roz's mom. Mm-hmm. Um, And uh, Lori Kirkland-Baker wrote, so far has written Secret Admirer, which is, if you remember, that's the one where Frazier's dating somebody and it's going pretty well. But then a secret admirer leaves a note and turns Mm -hmm. out to not be uh, for him. And then How to Bury a Millionaire, which is the first episode where Niles ends up at the Mm -hmm. Shangri-La. She goes on to write, I think, 18 episodes is what I saw. But yeah, this is is the third episode for both of them.
1: Okay, so here we are in the studio. Mm -hmm. We haven't been here in a while.
0: Uh, no. no. Oh, well, maybe. Actually, like That's two episodes. True. We were just here for the Dr. Nora episode. Fine. Like two episodes ago. I don't
1: know. It just seems like we're never in the studio anymore. Yeah. And then, so, Roz is looking through some catalogs. Okay, so, she's, you know, Fraser's going through them and is like, mm-hmm. Tiffany, Cartier. And this is when I paused to write this down. Uh-huh. And then I was like, Neiman Marcus. <laughs> and then I played it and it was like, Neiman Marcus. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And the only reason that I knew that it was Neiman Marcus is because... Well, the first two. Right. I was like, it's got to be Neiman Marcus, right? Yeah. I didn't even know that she, they were going to say a third one. Right. I
0: mean, that's how writing goes, though. You're supposed to put that third one. Like, you, it, it just... You like... can buy
1: a car in the Neiman Marcus catalog. People are calling up from the holiday catalog right now mm-hmm. and like, yes, I'd like to order that BMW... Ten fifty turbo boost. Yeah,
0: but it has to come with a a giant red bow on top.
1: Yeah, well, that's extra. That's an extra hundred (laughs) fifty dollars on top of the like, I don't know how much that car. Whatever
0: you're spending to buy a BMW through the Neiman Marcus catalog, that hundred and fifty dollars is like. Yeah, I don't
1: know how much is how much are cars two hundred (laughs) thousand.
0: no uh no car, most cars are not two hundred well, thousand dollars i know even, most
1: cars aren't
0: even i think a bmw from the Demon marcus catalog probably it's isn't also a transformer oh probably two hundred thousand dollars will not pay for that it's
1: ten different cars in one <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i'm gonna guess that's not enough money for that thing that you've just described okay
1: uh, well <laughs> gotta have that all-terrain vehicle and also a small terrain vehicle. <laughs> That's like a smart car. Like you could have an eighteen wheeler, or you can just it's have a Lego smart. It's a Lego car. Yeah, it's, it's just, just a little really small.
0: Like Technics. Car. Yeah, you don't
1: know that until it comes to your house, and you're like, "Son of a yeah. gun! This is exactly what I wanted." <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Santa. Mm-hmm.
0: Thanks, Santa's so good at what he does.
1: Thanks, Santa Marcus.
0: <laughs> so before so, we go too far, though, I have to say. Just a...
1: <laughs> we haven't gone far at all. We
0: haven't gone far at all. But uh, before you take another step, because...
1: I'm not stepping at all.
0: You, you stepping? Uh, no. The <laughs> When we talk about these catalogs, I just, without going into what ends up coming from these catalogs, I want to think about the fact that when we find out the end result of her looking through these catalogs, these are the catalogs she's looking through—the Neiman Marcus, Tiffany, all this—and
1: I don't know that it. Makes I want to say at the end of this episode, it looks like she decided to purchase from the Sky Mall.
0: <laughs> it does look a bit more Sky Mall, Sky Mall, or what? Everyone what's...
1: wants that five-foot Yeti. <laughs>
0: That's true. You can hide what your was...
1: keys in it too.
0: What was that store she ended up going to in the "Merry Christmas, Mrs. Moskowitz" episode? Uh, remember, she left to go to a different store, and we were like, "What is this?" Who store. did? Roz. At the very beginning, Roz and Fraser are shopping together. And then she leaves to go to a different store. And it's oh, it's like... the
1: nose trimmers. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember what it yeah. is. Yeah, it was
0: something like it's Remainders Parkstone. or something like that. It's Brookstone. It... Well, yeah.
1: It's the only place where you can get
0: a nose hair trimmer.
1: Yeah, they sell they Im- them. They
0: invented the nose hair trimmer. <laughs> <laughs> they, they created I, um... it. They patented it. That's the only store where you can get it.
1: Yeah, you can get a patent leather nose trimmer there. <laughs> so... Um, so you think, like, Fraser's was like, oh, who are you buying a gift for? Ooh. Probably me. It's my birthday soon. Like, it always <laughs> is all the time, constantly.
0: Well, to be fair, the last time we heard him mention when his birthday was, he did say it was in May. Because Martin got it wrong and said it was in March. So, and then we found out that was Eddie's birthday. So, at least, like, because this episode came out in May, that's actually, it's actually pretty close. We don't officially know what Fraser's canon birthday is anymore. Um, That's
1: different from his regular birthday. That's where he gets a camera.
0: I was thinking, I thought you were going to say it was the one where he gets a cannon.
1: Oh, that would have been better.
0: Uh, that's July 4th when he gets it for the the 1812 Overture.
1: I knew I was thinking 1812 <laughs> Overture too so uh-huh. I'm glad we both went there. We sure did. Okay let's just talk about it oh my gosh this is. Yeah, yeah. okay so it's she's buying something for Niles which yeah. I love yeah. because I love that they have a friendship now. I know yeah. And then so Niles pulled some strings and mm-hmm. got Alice into uh, or just got an interview or got Alice into this nice preschool. Got,
0: got her in yes. A nice nice
1: preschool. Just preschool.
0: Remember, like... Yeah, that, like, it's like... uh, That's a thing. Like, I feel like... When did that become a thing?
1: Um, It's always been a thing. Has it always been a thing? Yeah. Was it a thing when we were kids? I don't know. I was a kid. Like, I wasn't, like, part (laughs) of the discussion. They were just like, you're going to school. Yeah. No, I feel like I did have some part of the discussion because I feel like my mom put me in different schools because... I got teased, like, constantly at -hmm. school because I went to school with, like, all the neighborhood children Mm -hmm. who then become bullies when you're at school. They're just like, oh, yeah, I live uh, across the street from this girl, so Uh I hate her at school.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's such a weird... I will
1: have a nice... I, like, so one of the boys that would tease me on the bus... Mm We would sit, like, in the tree in my front yard and just have heart-to-heart talks Uh as children. Uh He would make fun of me constantly. And he sat in the back of the bus, and I sat in the seat behind the bus driver because the bus driver was really nice. And (laughs) she would just talk to me and be like, it's okay, don't worry about them, they're (laughs) stupid. Uh and 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 that was really helpful for me and so my mom didn't want me to be teased all the time because uh-huh. i was really upset
0: yeah no i mean that makes sense
1: also i got te- i got sent to the principal's office only once mm-hmm. because i got too excited right doing like writing handwriting uh-huh. exercises and i and i exclaimed out loud to myself that's a really big r <laughs> <laughs> and then they sent me to the principal's office because i was psyched <laughs> oh my god
0: i don't think i've ever heard this story that's amazing yeah like this
1: was in preschool (laughs) i guess it was not preschool maybe it was kindergarten i think it was kindergarten
0: what a weird reason to send somebody to the principal Well, because
1: we were supposed to be quiet because i'm sure the teacher had a headache well i'd have a headache too if i had to deal with you (laughs) she just gave herself a headache i don't know i feel like our class was pretty well behaved Uh uh-huh I wasn't a troublemaker at all like I was just quiet I was like teased the entire time I don't know how I even dealt with it kids are soft and malleable they just learn to cope with it they think that's like the normal life right Uh uh-huh and then you like look back on it when you're older and you're like wow yeah people were really like kids are mean yeah anyways
0: so like I was good friends with this um
1: sorry we're doing tangent
0: we're always, we always do tangible I work. know, but
1: I feel bad because I just want to move on. This is an important episode. I want to talk okay, about it. Right, and right, I, right. Got, and right. I got, no, 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 finish your story. We want to hear it now. So,
0: so um, I was actually good friends with this uh, girl who lived near me that, like, she was, like, a year older than me and I remember my first day of school, I was getting on the school bus and he, like her older brother was on mm-hmm. the bus, too. And it, and like I felt like we knew each other, and we were friends, so I'd be able to sit with him. So, he's like, I don't know anybody on the bus, so I went to try and sit with him, and he didn't want me to, and I kept trying to, and he hit me in the face. And what? gave me a bloody nose. My first day of school. <gasps> oh, no! I, had, I got a bloody nose from, like, my my good friend's older brother, because I tried to sit with him on the bus. Aww. Yep, that's but
1: See, like, everyone, this is the thing, it's just like, some... We all have those friends that it's just like it seems fine when you're like one on one. But then you like get into your group of friends and then they start acting really weird or like people act differently around their um, partner, like who they're dating sometimes. Yeah. They act really weird and it's just like, Why? Yeah.
0: What's
1: happening? Yeah.
0: I don't know.
1: And I don't know. And it's like people act differently when you're like at home, right? You Mm -hmm. have like a different thing, you're wearing your sweatpants.
0: Uh huh.
1: (laughs) Or no pants. Right. You're, you're like comfortable, so you're like freer to be yourself, I guess. Right. But I don't know. Like, what? Oh, wow, kids are mean.
0: Kids are mean.
1: Anyways, but Alice got in that school. She did? I, I just, I hate this opening section. I'm mad we even have to talk about it. That's why we just talked about ourselves. There's no point. I know why it exists. Like, they have yeah. to have you it. You got to have
0: that setup. It's important to have that setup.
1: This is actually an incredibly important setup, yeah. but it seems so frivolous to me.
0: Yeah. Also, so, because it's. it's I also think it's interesting that Fraser specifically talks about not liking this particular gift that she got from Roz because.
1: Oh, the clown. Yeah,
0: she gave him basically a porcelain paliacci, and like because he likes the opera, and the
1: an opera about a clown. Yes. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, it's uh, I, I believe you can you see it in like. Is it the Untouchables? It's the only time I've ever seen anything from it, like like a performance of it, is in is in the Untouchables. I've never seen the actual opera performed. Well, have you de- seen any I've opera? I've heard the music from it. I've never heard like the song a song from it, and, and mm-hmm. I guarantee you so of you. But I don't know how it goes because it's in Italian. But yeah, I've never oh, seen. Oh yeah,
1: that is interesting. He doesn't like it. Yeah, because that kind of goes into what happens later. Yeah, that cause... maybe she's. We kind of know that Roz doesn't really know what to get.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay, so I think this next section title is really interesting, like, how they displayed it on the screen. Yeah. Something old, something new, something borrowed, something dead, which is what we're going to rename our podcast. <laughs>
0: uh-huh.
1: A new dead thing every week. <laughs> Tune in for the surprise.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: It'll also be a surprise for us. <laughs> oh, no. Uh... Well, I'm going to order it. It's going to be a mystery box oh
0: it's one of a those coffin a mystery yeah, coffin yeah, yeah blind coffins
1: yeah yeah it's and little... it's gonna be uh hosted we're gonna like fire ourselves we're gonna get the crypt keeper in here <laughs> and he's gonna actually be doing that mm-hmm. i think it'd be a lot better
0: honestly if this show were hosted by the Keeper, it probably would be better um
1: <laughs> so here we are in Frazier's place yep oh okay this is so weird oh oh so martin oh, walks oh. in and he's oh. like I just got coffee with Hank. You know who Hank is, right? Yeah. The security guy at Reston's jewelry store.
0: Mm-hmm. And oh.
1: Okay, so this is a problem with this episode. Yeah. Is they are reaching so hard to make things like the beginning section where yeah. they're basically giving away that Niles can get a gift. Yeah. And then this section where we can see what is happening that we see donnie in the store so yeah. he's at reston's jewelry store martinez is yeah. with uh his good friend hank we've never heard of before yeah. i'm sure he has friends we haven't heard of sure yeah 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 and they're spying they're they're zooming in on some lady yeah which is strange
0: i i hate everything i actually
1: don't hate that
0: it's so you don't hate. okay no
1: well i don't remember the woman's name that they're zooming because i didn't write her name down tina so they, they're saying they're zooming in on Tina and that she dresses that way and knows that she she's like that she likes that. Well, we don't know what the setup is. Maybe she doesn't like that. Maybe she's an okay. exhibitionist. Uh,
0: okay, I'm going to say, <laughs> if in this world, everything Martin's saying is true, Tina purposefully, she actually legitimately likes being spied on by yeah. the security guard and dresses this way Maybe because she, she likes da- that, da- cool. She's Good for dating
1: her. the security guard. <laughs> we okay, don't know that. Sure.
0: And like, look, if that's actually true
1: it's gross otherwise
0: otherwise it is super gross and it feels to me like it's not true
1: well i want to talk i want to talk a little about martin's kink Uh uh-huh this is martin's kink like he he has the telescope like spying on people oh yeah yeah yeah. but think about it is it i think it's more okay think about it he was the detective that Mm -hmm. would do like the stakeouts and stuff and he would do the like observation what is that called
0: The uh, surveillance?
1: Yeah, he does surveillance. Yeah. Which is, is he actually trying to call back these detective days? Or was he this kind of detective? Because because this is what he's into? Because he has this... He's a voyeur.
0: That is interesting. That is really interesting. Uh,
1: and I never realized like how much you see this like voyeur aspect from Martin.
0: Uh-huh. And
1: I and I think it's really interesting. It is interesting. And you know, comes to play here but like you know he has the telescope yep. and and like he was trying but he talks about this all the time like sitting in the car doing the stakeouts and like mm-hmm. doing all this kind of surveillance. Yeah.
0: Though so this the telescope thing didn't
1: Fraser buy him the telescope.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to remember because, like, it's brought up the fact that he's a detective and he's, like, and, like, what he's doing isn't okay. And I can't remember if it's, he brought it up because somebody else was doing it.
1: I don't remember. Now it. I don't
0: remember. Anyway, either way, yeah, that is really interesting, though. So there's right.
1: an actually really interesting, um... And he makes Roz and Daphne. Like, he puts Roz and Daphne
0: on display for a different voyeur.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The boys ran it together, which brings me to this cool documentary I <laughs> yeah, just watched yeah. on, well, cool as in, I thought it was interesting. interesting. Um, it's actually called Voyeur. It's on Netflix uh, in the United States. And I'm assuming other places. It's a Netflix
0: original, so it's probably yeah. in most So places. it's
1: it's really interesting. It's about this uh, guy that had a hotel, and or a motel rather, and yeah. like spied on the people there. And it's very interesting. And he's in sort of like is this relationship with this reporter that's like really well known. Yeah, and it's very, very interesting. It is documentary about is. kind of their relationship and like writing the story about this guy and like yeah, Uh very interesting. So I'm mm-hmm. not like condoning this behavior. I'm only okay if like what Tina if thinks it. If Tina likes it, if, if it, Tina if likes it, she's that into she wants it. it.
0: Yeah, cool. Good for cool. her. Cool. They awesome.
1: have like a little little game at work. Mm-hmm. That's I'm fine f- about that's it. That's fine. But anyway, so Tina is selling a an engagement ring to who other than Donnie? Donnie. Donnie. Donnie's there. So, okay, I love this thing because they keep, like, calling it back. So they're trying – they're basically saying we have to coddle Niles. Yeah. Because if Niles finds out that Donnie's going to propose, he's going to be really upset. Yeah. And I don't like that at all. Yeah. Because I don't think, like, it's – he should just be happy for Daphne. Like, I understand, yeah. like, he's going to be upset, But like, I mean, he says it later on, it's all his fault for not saying anything.
0: So I feel like this first time when they're saying not to tell Niles, because they're saying also not to tell Daphne, I think the point isn't at the beginning protecting Niles. It's. Until it happens, we shouldn't spread it around.
1: Well, yeah, like, but I it doesn't that, matter. It, Daphne walks in, overhears this conversation, yeah, and is as like, they're "Hey, saying
0: don't tell Daphne." She,
1: don't tell me what she thinks. It's about her mother. Mother's uh-huh. dying. She thinks she has to go pack. Yeah, yeah. And then they're like, "Nope." They just tell her the truth. Yeah. So she's freaking out in a different way now. She's yeah. very excited. Yep.
0: Martin. She's going to be Mrs. Donald Ronald Douglas, which I just was very oh. amused by his name because his. He's got three first names.
1: Like he he's, already, he's got
0: three first names. Which, I guess, I mean, anybody who I, I has have to
1: a... say, I love Donnie. It's very, very hard not to like Donnie.
0: I really like Don... no, even Donnie. Even though yeah. he
1: was weirdly flashing everyone. Yeah. But, you know, it was just like, he's he wasn't doing it in a weird, creepy yeah. way. He yeah. was just... Yeah. He wasn't I even mean, trying was to do it. He's more oblivious.
0: Other... He's yeah. More, like, he wasn't trying... He was just
1: focused on doing his job. Yeah. He wasn't even thinking about it in any like context of how it would make others feel i guess so martin's like you need to take niles to uh you know go out and just break the news to him you know yep. you gotta get him some hard liquor and big glasses uh-huh but as they're saying like don't tell niles niles walks in it's sure like does. don't tell me what yeah and you know what then they just say that daphne's mom is dying
0: <laughs> okay i first I of all this one This is actually a pretty good way that they come up with to like sort of distract him enough to get. If they got him out of the house, this is actually a pretty good like, like off the cuff cover to like to like.
1: Well, it's fine until Daphne comes back out. Yeah,
0: this and then and then she she's
1: crying. Yeah, because she's emotional, right? And she's like, you know, I just dreamed about this moment since I was a little girl. Uh huh. Which do people? You know what? I think little girls think about that because society tells them that that's a thing to look forward to.
0: Yeah. So I was actually curious, did you think about your wedding growing up? No,
1: no. All I I wanted was to turn 19 where I thought my life would be complete. Uh And every, all of my dreams would be true when I turned 19 years old. Really? That everything would be just amazing. And I turned nineteen. Nothing. None of those things were true. And I felt really like let down by society. Uh huh. And then the second time I felt let down by society is when I got married. Oh. No, it's. Not- <laughs> no, wow. no, no. It was wow. when I graduated college, and I was like, "Well, I sure did that for too long." hmm. And then, and then when I got married, a lot of people thought they they were like, "Oh, when you get married." Everything's going to change for you. Everything's going to change. Yeah, nothing. And I was like, Dave and I have been living together for like four or five years at that point. Yeah. And guess what? Nothing changed. Nothing changed. Nothing changed. Yeah. What changed is that now we do a podcast and we stream things on Twitch. I don't remember what other things Daphne said, so help me out.
0: Oh, yeah. So, you know, after saying she's thought about it her whole life, um, she's like, it's even better than I thought it would be. I can already picture the big day. Beautiful flowers everywhere, a sea of smiling faces. And I suppose everybody will want their picture taken with the Lady of Honor. This entire... The Lady
1: of the Hour.
0: The Lady of the Hour. (laughs) Yes. Either... I mean, yes. Just this entire thing is so, like, kind of hilarious to me. Like, like, based on, like, her, like, Niles assuming she's talking about her mother dying. And then, like... Like, uh, like at least until the reveal. Like, this this whole thing is just really, really funny to me. And... Because
1: everything she says makes sense in yeah, this context. Yeah. There's not a lot of things different, actually, about a traditional wedding and, like, a traditional funeral.
0: Except it's in negative.
1: What do you mean it's in negative? Because
0: you see more black. Uh, like, black is the color of funerals yeah. and white is the color of weddings. So Yeah. I no. mean,
1: yeah, a traditional wedding, yeah. Right, yes. Yeah,
0: yeah. But you
1: know, lots of flowers, you have like lots of food, Mm -hmm. a bunch of people there to honor somebody. Right. So Mm
0: -hmm. it's
1: very similar. It
0: is remarkably similar. Yeah. Somebody dies.
1: I mean, only at some weddings. Only at the best weddings. What?
0: What? What? Anyway, so... (laughs)
1: that's terrible i
0: know i know i know uh and that's so anyway so daphne's real excited and then we like and says she says the truth she says what actually is happening Mm -hmm. and niles he does a pretty good job of holding it together until she's gone
1: yes then he he cancels dinner and he wants to like
0: he needs some alone time
1: but then he leaves the apartment and immediately calls fraser Uh uh-huh and, then not once, but twice. Yeah. And the, but I love that he has the, like, head to hold the um, the, the umbrella. Yeah. You nope. he has his head down on the elevator to hold it open for yeah. Frazier.
0: Yep. Yeah, it is pretty funny. Yeah, because I love this moment where it's, like, Fraser's really impressed with how strong Niles is in this moment and how he's holding like it emotionally together. strong. Yeah. And then yeah. he literally seconds later is calling for... But I,
1: I think that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it absolutely. It is upsetting. But also... Yeah. It's hard for me because he should be happy for her. He should, yes. And her happiness.
0: Yes. Agreed.
1: I don't know. I, I know, like, this is the normal way to be, to be upset when you don't get something, and, mm-hmm. like, it's like if your friend at work gets a promotion and you don't, mm-hmm. and you're, you know, crabby about it. Uh-huh. But you should probably be happy for that person.
0: You You should be, yes. yes. I.
1: But I think, like, as a society, we're sort of told to have negative emotions about other people's happiness like we're we're supposed to get what they have
0: yeah Je- i mean jealousy jealousy is a heck of a thing you know it's a it's tough it's tough to get around sometimes and yeah
1: so... i think it's it's like a normal emotion but you should yeah. think about what that means it's... or
0: is it envy i know there's a difference between jealousy and envy and i can never remember well, envy,
1: envy is yeah having something you some something that someone else has
0: you want Uh, something that somebody else has yeah
1: and i think jealousy is it's not always that
0: i think it's more is it more like feeling like someone else is taking something away from you yeah is that the thing okay
1: yeah um so i love this next scene because Mm -hmm. we're in niles's office you
0: do go to niles's office
1: and then we see his secretary mrs Mm -hmm. uh woodson Uh uh-huh roz's gift makes an appearance in the the bag yep and then he thinks it's the secretary coming back, but Daphne's out there. Yeah, door. It's, Daphne,
0: it's Daphne. And
1: she needs to talk in private because, you know, she needs some advice. Mm-hmm. So Niall says, you know, I can't be your therapist. Right. Like, ethically, I think. Right, right. But, you know.
0: Interesting, he um, like goes, leans on his ethics right at the beginning of this ep- this scene. It doesn't last.
1: I think that's a tricky thing with ethics, right? Yeah. So she says, so we hear finally uh-huh. about Daphne's had a vision. Yep. Um, she feels like she can't marry Donnie because yeah. she she's meant to be with someone else. Yeah. That she had a vision of, but we don't actually know who this person is because she starts explaining. And, like, it's funny because Niles is like, I want to hear every detail. Yeah. Okay, not all the Not details. all
0: the details. Turns out there's so um, many details.
1: And, you know, it's just like, this person was in the shadows that right. she's wanted to be with, but had a red bow tie on.
0: Yeah. Who basically the vision is she's getting married, married to Donnie. And then this someone, someone stands up to object to the wedding. Here's the thing. We see this a lot in movies and TV and stuff, but like, if you're going to do this, you got to do it before the actual wedding. Like this messes up. Like, I don't care if that person doesn't actually go with you. Mm hmm. This ruins the, everything. Like, your day is messed up. If well, you're that's getting... why you
1: don't invite your... Unless you know... I mean, I guess this is the reason why you wouldn't invite your ex, ex, sure, ex yeah, to yeah, your yeah. wedding. Sure, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, yeah. But I feel like, like, if if somebody... If you're getting married and somebody stands up at the wedding and is like, don't marry him, I'm in love with you, like, this, he's wrong for you, you that whole... That's well, what the whole thing you is about. Know,
1: unless you know for sure that you're – I don't know. Like, why would you do this?
0: Yeah, this is so, – like, like
1: This is, I think, and, actually kind of selfish. The objection yeah. – I don't actually know. We only see on TV that it's basically someone wants to be with the bride or groom or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Are there other reasons to – object to wedding well like, maybe
0: like you've just discovered they're like i think there's actually a whole there's like a sherlock holmes thing all about this like i've just discovered the reason why they shouldn't like he he's been like investigating a thing and he like tries to break up the wedding because he discovers the like fraudulent reason that the husband's trying to like as the groom is trying to marry like
1: it's very hard to convince people not to get married
0: yeah so that's the thing. like i feel like that's the reason if you realize Let like, people
1: make the mistake i guess
0: I, I mean, like, unless the, it's literally an attempted fraud, and you, this is Even your last then, chance like, to like. You don't
1: always get that. Doesn't mean the other person's gonna believe you.
0: True, but at least you get that one last chance for somebody to rush in and be like, "Stop! He,
1: he's, I'm, he,
0: he's." He's like a corrupt Santa. He's a corrupt Santa. That's it. That's the reason. That's the one he reason. Just
1: steals all the gifts for himself.
0: Yeah, he's he's a Grinch. Stop! He's the Grinch. His heart is too small. Aww. It will never grow. What
1: happens if it, it it grows because he's getting married and he's found no. the true love of his life?
0: No, most Grinches. And are, then their heart he's and gonna
1: re- steal all the gifts and they can share them together. <laughs> Aw. Yeah, marry that guy.
0: Um uh, marry that Grinch. <laughs> I feel like we're only talking about this because it's close because it's close to Christmas.
1: No, I. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so Daphne's whole thing is just like, I know I couldn't tell Frasier because mm-hmm. he would make fun of me. Yep. And I Niles' whole response is like, well, Frazier isn't as, you know, into the mystical, you know, like he doesn't have the mystical spiritual bent that I do. Yeah, yeah.
0: And it's Which just like, so ridiculous. oh, such garbage. Stop, stop. But also- I
1: love this aspect of Daphne. Yeah,
0: so uh, it's funny. It's funny
1: that you like it.
0: I really do. I do. So here's the thing. So, like, it should have been obvious to me from the fact that this episode was titled Visions of Daphne that this that's what this was going to be about. But it did not occur to me. I did not realize this was going to be in any way connected to this. But before this came up, when Daphne finds out that Donnie's going to propose, I thought to myself, you know what occurs to me? We haven't heard anything about Daphne's psychic visions in a long time. It's weird that she wouldn't get some sort of vision about Donnie proposing. Mhm. And then But that's not
1: how they work.
0: But it was at times, like it could like it fits part of what her visions are like, but the, I'm saying so I thought that before I knew this episode was about her psychic visions. And so I think it's interesting that this ended up being what it was, but also if anybody this is back to my thing about these visions where like if anyone's been paying any attention these are important and matter, like these, these, because like they've come true a bunch of times. Well, yeah,
1: in like a fictional way. Right, right. If someone had a vision like this in real life, would you believe them?
0: If they had had multiple visions that then came true, yeah, I would pay attention. If someone took I a mean, what's the difference between
1: me- like having a vision and like just having an intuition about something?
0: Is this a discussion you really want to have? because i've got I've got responses for this. I don't know. So, I don't think I've really talked about this on the podcast. I've had moments in my life where I saw in my head exactly like what was about to happen. It was only a matter of seconds ahead of time, but it's still I saw exactly like it was playing out like a movie in my head.
1: Yeah, but everyone has this. Everyone dreams about things, and then it's like that deja vu thing. Right,
0: but most people don't remember it before it happens, and they know exactly what's about to happen. I knew there are moments in my life where I... But that's
1: incredibly hard to prove. Yeah,
0: I'm going to... Like, to be clear, I... Science is very important to me. I care a lot about that, and I would never assume anyone would ever believe what I'm saying based on the fact that I experienced it. Mm -hmm. But... I, I'm not saying
1: I don't believe you. Right. I'm just saying I think it's interesting because you – I'm really into things like tarot mm-hmm. and, like, uh, like astrology, and yeah. you think all that's trash.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying that, like, I, I 100% – Didn't even deny it. I uh, 100% understand that no one should believe what I'm saying without more evidence. Like, and I don't expect anyone to believe it, but – I have had that experience, and so for me, I know what I've felt and what I've experienced, mm-hmm. and it's not—I've never experienced it in a way that I could ever recreate it in a lab and prove that it actually happened. But I know what has happened to me and what I've experienced. So, when that has happened, there was a very distinct feeling of like I'm—it's not just a thought of like what I expect, but like I am seeing as if I as if it's like. As if it's a memory. It's like I'm remembering what's about to happen before it happens. Like, I remember this happening, but it hasn't happened yet. And then I see, like, in real time, the thing happening that I just remembered happening as if I had seen it before. Mm. But it hasn't yet. And so it's a very, very distinct. Because it feels like a memory, but it's a memory of the future. And. That's,
1: I mean, I've had that same exact feeling
0: and then the thing happened exactly as you remembered it yeah well see so that's what i'm saying like
1: but i don't i don't know that hasn't happened to me in years and that used to happen to me all the time as a kid
0: Mm -hmm. see i used to always remember things like as it happened i always used to get that feeling like i feel like i dreamed about this
1: but it had already
0: happened when i had that feeling
1: well, I don't know if I saw it before or not because I can't really remember forever that long ago.
0: Right. See, that's the thing. I always, as a kid, used to have that moment, but I'd remember it like as it was happening or just after it happened.
1: Okay. Well, this has nothing to do with her vision. So, but she thinks that she needs to break up with Donnie. Mm -hmm. Um, Because she knows this is going to... And Niles is encouraging this. Yeah. Not because he believes her, though. You know, facts, the breakup.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's like...
1: Well,
0: do it quick do it right now end it end it you know, i'll give you the stationery, and you can fax it over to him it's over yeah like, yeah yeah man niles if you don't believe like if he legitimately believed her that'd be one thing but you know he doesn't believe yeah it's, she's psychic. it's for
1: a selfish reason so we're back at fraser's place mm-hmm. and eddie and martin are watching a cooking show uh-huh eddie enjoy likes watching this show upside down yep Because he thinks it's funny when the food goes up instead of down Uh from all the pouring. How does he know that?
0: I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he only does it when pouring. Maybe he used to only do it when pouring was happening. He'd like see pouring. He'd like turn upside down and waggle his little tail.
1: Eddie's too smart. Okay. So (laughs) Mm -hmm. Daphne comes home and wants to explain this vision to yeah. Martin. Yeah. But he, she's like, don't tell Fraser." And then, of course, Fraser walks in. He's like, yeah. don't tell me what. Uh-huh. What happened to my car? Yeah. Um, Did we actually
0: mention that, like, Niles also overheard the don't tell Niles? It's like, yeah. we heard don't tell Daphne. Then and tell Daphne n- heard it. Da- Niles heard don't tell Niles. Mm-hmm. And then now yeah. we've got Fraser hearing don't tell Fraser.
1: I, Which I like. Uh-huh. So, of course, you know, Martin just spills it. And then Daphne is upset about that. Yeah. Because... Frazier's like well there's there's a psychological reason for it you're just having like second thoughts mm-hmm. and when we hear the whole thing about the red bow tie and the, yeah. like the vision that she had right and then this is you know niles is at the door yeah strangely wearing a red bow tie but mm-hmm. i also love when we hear this in the office yeah he's like i don't have a oh wait sorry go on yeah
0: he's like i don't have a idea of why somebody would do that yes like, yeah because he he's convinced she's about to like announced to him that she had this vision that she's of him him, but it wasn't it was a man in a red bow tie but you
1: know niles doesn't know that they even know about the vision right so i love that he's like yeah it's a little bold for me but i'm feeling a little kicky yeah which i looked up what kicky means because i've never even heard that that. it means exciting slash fashionable
0: uh-huh interesting i was
1: thinking kinky and they didn't want to say it (laughs)
0: yeah no this is very different
1: but I also think it would have been really funny mm-hmm.
0: no, no, to say, absolutely. but
1: I don't think I've ever heard anyone use that adjective, like feeling kicky. kicky. Yeah, no, I've never heard Unless anyone Unless you're talking did... about like kicking people <laughs> or things.
0: Yeah, I don't want to feel like punching anymore. I'm feeling more kicky. And, yeah, yeah, not feeling punchy. Yeah. yeah. I
1: feel like, you know, like when you want punch.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. Um, so I for... feel
1: like that's not a thing. That's a common drink. Punch? Yeah.
0: Actually, one of my so every I don't feel like it's super common, but like every year my department at work does like a Christmas party mm-hmm. thing, and every year one of my coworkers makes punch for it.
1: Punch is delicious. Okay, delicious. so so Fraser questioning Daphne about like, do you have these like kind of psychic warnings, right. you know, at a critical juncture in your relationships, and because
0: yeah. he thinks it's a fear of commitment.
1: Yes. Basically. Daphne was like, Well, your bro- your brother belayed me, Niles belayed me. Yeah, yeah. And then of course she kind of walks away and yeah. Frazier's basically saying, you know, you're not being a good psychiatrist right now. Right. And you're not being a good friend.
0: Yeah, that's the that one I feel like hits harder than the like not being a good psychiatrist.
1: So then then we have this kind of weird moment with martin where he's been looking around he's just yeah. randomly looking for the tv guy yeah when they're like oh you're still looking for the tv guy he was just watching a cooking show a second ago. Yeah. You know? yeah like this comes out of nowhere so yeah. he's looking for the tv guy because you know he has to plan his weekend uh-huh so then niles is talking to daphne in the kitchen mm-hmm. and saying like she has a fear of commitment and so she feels really betrayed like oh you're just like your brother yeah. you don't believe me yeah. and like i've always followed my visions and like you know i d- kind of disagree with what you're saying right and so this is donnie's out the door and he's a little nervous he he's sure gonna is. partake in the sherry he
0: sh- I, yeah and i love that moment because he like walks in he's clearly nervous like daphne's gone mm-hmm. back in the room he's clearly nervous and he just points to the drink that Fraser has and he's like what do you have there? And when he says it's Sherry, he's like, oh, oh, okay, sure. Yeah, I'll have one. Like, Frazier hasn't offered him one, but he's like, yeah, I'll have one of those. Because he's just like, he needs that drink.
1: So they're asking, like, how everything is going. And he's <laughs> saying he's, like, cut down on work because he wants to spend time more time with Daphne, mm-hmm. which is really sweet. It is. It is. And, like, he wants, to- wants them to go on an Alaskan vacation mm-hmm. in a month. Yeah. Uh, he's like, I hear it's a, you know, Donnie says, I hear it's a place where you can be completely alone. Uh huh. And I love that Martin's like subtle yeah, thing like, he you says. Like that. His, you like that feeling? Uh huh. Uh huh. Because we think that Daphne is going to break up yep. with Donnie.
0: Yeah. By the way, one thing, one note I took before when like, um, when just before Donnie got there, yeah. when like you are talking about Niles not being a very good friend and all mm-hmm. this stuff, it's, I feel like, like, Every conversation we have about this show, or at least everything I think about this show, other than, like, my, like, bigger problems that come from the fact that it's a sitcom from the 90s, is, like, just say the thing. Just say the thing out loud. At this point, Niles needs to say the thing out loud and just be honest.
1: About what? To Daphne?
0: About everything. To Daphne, yes. Because, like, this is the moment where I I feel like...
1: Yeah, but this moment comes at some point.
0: It will, I'm sure, yeah. But my point is that, like, this is the moment where she's making a major decision and, and she he, hurt, he hurts her feelings by not just straight up saying, here's why I said what I said. Well,
1: isn't it selfish anyways to do that? It's self-serving for Niles to say that. Like, oh, your vision's about me or...
0: No, no, no. Here's what I'm saying he has to say. I'm not saying, say your vision is about me. What he has to say is, like, I'm going to be, like, completely honest with you. I want your vision to be about me because I have very strong feelings for you. And I can't give you... I gave you I gave you bad advice because I don't know if you're having real visions. I don't know if it's a real vision of the future. But I know I want it to be, and I want it to be about me.
1: Okay. How many times have you actually said the thing that you're thinking to someone? Do you 100% say that all the time in real life?
0: No, but he's had... That's the thing. He's had six years, and his major problems right now are based on the fact that he doesn't say the things. So, like, there has to be... This is his moment. It's
1: very hard for people to say these kinds of things. Sure. I think it's realistic. No, but I think it's realistic that he hasn't said anything. Because every time you hesitate or procrastinate Mm -hmm. and hold back... It reinforces that feeling all the time to keep holding back and holding it in, which is why it is important to say things. Because a lot of times what you think is a bad outcome that's going to happen isn't actually the outcome. You don't usually get the outcome that you are thinking is going to happen anyways. Like if you're telling someone, hey, I really like you Mm -hmm. romantically, they might not like you back. They might not... You might not... But they might not be mad at you. They might just be like, I'm not into you, but I hope that we can still be friends. You don't really know what the outcome is ever going to be.
0: Sure. That's true. I guess the important difference here is that, like, it feels like very, very little time has passed. But Niles has had more time than it seems like in this... Just in this episode. So, like, when he lets Daphne go... It's one thing in the moment when Daphne is first in his office that he comes... That he says what he says. But then later if he was just thinking about it a little bit and came out and just said and like took the time while he was buying his bow tie or whatever to be like oh i you know what like this is the moment that i need to just straight up say the truth to her and went and said that this like uh, this is the moment to say that is all I'm saying.
1: Like in the kitchen? Yeah. Before Donnie yeah. gets there? Yeah. yeah before yeah, yeah.
0: saying like your visions well, are wrong. It
1: doesn't matter because guess what? Donnie wants everyone to sit down on the couch. Yeah. You know, Martin and I and Frazier sit down and then Martin just like drinks up that, that sherry. That, yeah. Like yeah. Um, so good. Yeah. It's and like, I, then, need I need it. And yeah. this is when I then I, I don't know what happened Mm-hmm. But I'm suddenly touched by every romantic gesture that has <laughs> ever happened because I just is, started crying, and this I, is
0: really nice. This I'm, is honestly like a legitimately really sweet moment
1: i am I am not like a romantic real. I think I'm romantic. like i'm I'm sentimental about things. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if this is a lot easier, like the older you are because when you're younger, you don't really know what you're missing or you mm-hmm. don't know everything that's out there in a way Uh and i think like this kind of reminds you of like the good in humanity Uh i don't i don't know like it's just like really sweet it is i'm not even for like proposals that are like get down on one knee and all that but this is just like you know daphne had said something about how like the man she wanted like you know would like catch all the stars in the sky for her and getting like all emotional now (laughs) yeah (laughs) And, you know, he gives her the ring and says, you know, I only have this one, but, you know, I'll spend the rest of my life like chasing, you know, the rest down for you like it's so cheesy and dumb but it's said so sincerely you know where he's like you would think that i would be so soured on these relationships because i'm a divorce lawyer yeah i've been telling people to reconcile because i want people to be as happy as i am yeah and it's just like the sounds like such a line but it's so sincere coming from donnie yeah and it like i don't know it just like makes me feel really happy yeah and I think, like, when when people say relationship goals, you know, I really hate that. <laughs> uh-huh. But I, I, I just think, like, everyone just wants somebody that when, you know, they look at you, you know that they are, f- you know, on your team. Yeah. Th- that they support you and that they love you despite, you know, all your weird flaws and all – because, you know, everyone has flaws and sure, everything. yeah. You know, just all these things. And, and you can just feel this from Donnie. Yeah. And I don't know. And, like, you think, like, she's going to turn down the proposal. And then she says yes. Right. And, of course, everyone's shocked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know. And, like, and then it becomes all about Niles. Like, consoling yeah. Niles. And, you know, but, you know, they're saying, like, well, it's the right thing to do that you said this thing. Yeah. And I, I don't know. Because I don't.
0: I feel like if you if you view the choice as between continuing to claim to believe in her vision so she'll leave Donnie and saying what you really think as an ethical psychiatrist, yes, he made the right choice and he said the right thing. If those are your only two choices. I don't think those are the only two choices. But in the context of the show, it's framed as if that is. And in that case, I think he did do the right thing by saying mm-hmm. like, I should not be encouraging you based on your visions, because I don't believe in your visions.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I think he did do the right thing. I will say, David I. Pierce, very like, very good like acting moment in this because like he's like legitimately crying in this mm-hmm. moment in the and like, and it you can tell like it really feels very real in a in a way that it is really was really touching to me like mm-hmm. how upset he is in mm-hmm. this. Yeah, no, like doesn't have any like fake glycerin tears. Is that a thing? Oh yeah, yeah. Like, because lots moment. of actors can't make themselves cry, and so you use like like either eye drops or like like glycerin things. You should just me-
1: watch this one moment in this Frasier episode. <laughs> I'll just start falling. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Just watch a little. I don't know. The last time I had, I I just when did I become this way? <laughs> when did I become this way? I just really? I, I just hate it. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs>
0: Uh, was it while watching Inside Out?
1: Shush. <laughs> that's,
0: a, that's a little shout out to the to the Patreon extra stuff.
1: Okay, so here we are in Fraser's apartment still, and mm-hmm. Martin's still looking for this TV guide. Got <laughs> not gonna know what to watch this weekend. Yeah,
0: yeah, he's 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 gonna have some problems. This
1: is where it is so dated. Yeah, because no one. I mean, I don't know what TV guide is still out.
0: It, I feel like it is still technically it does exist. But I don't know who's it. Like, still if buying you have it.
1: cable, then it's not. Well, it has interviews and stuff in it. So there's a reason to buy it other than just the listings. Uh huh. But I, I just. Yeah, I, I you could just look it up, the listings online. Yeah.
0: So, or just on your actual TV. Also if you, you have get cable. It, like, you get
1: some newspapers have the listing in them yeah, as yeah. well. Right. So if you got the paper, which And we you know might... Frazier
0: keeps a lot of newspapers. <laughs> <laughs> We've yep. already seen that.
1: So Daphne comes out. And is looking, helping Martin, and yeah. saying how great Donnie is. Mm-hmm. He's sh- he's on the phone with the parents. It must be some crazy time in the morning. It's got to be
0: either it's to be either later than I would guess in Seattle or real early in the morning in England because there's a eight hour time difference there. So, like,
1: I guess if it was like midnight,
0: yeah. If it's midnight, then, then it's like, it's like, in like
1: eight in the morning, which is a normal time to have a conversation. I guess, yeah.
0: Which occurs to be actually. Daphne is frequently seen calling home. I feel like in the afternoon,
1: mm-hmm. when
0: like it be really would be late. pretty late. Like,
1: I mean, if it was like one, or yeah, two, I guess it like it's one. So yeah. bad. Daphne's looking around. Then she mm-hmm. has the other vision. She has a vision again. But yeah. this time, the mystery man is standing with a uh, a dragon. Yeah. And she's just like, well, that's ridiculous. Yeah. I can't spend my whole life looking around for someone that has a dragon. That's <laughs> gotta be fake. Yeah. And I love that Martin then says. I'm having a vision <laughs> of a mystery woman in the kitchen making me a Monte Cristo, uh-huh. and then Daphne knows what's happening, yep. and, he, and he changes his tune. to Just a grilled cheese, yeah. Yep. And I like that she calls him an old salt.
0: I'm not sure she does.
1: Oh, that's sod? What,
0: that, yeah, I think she says sod. The subtitles I actually say come, salt. Say salt, and I was like, I
1: was like, that's weird, but I kind of liked it.
0: <laughs> I know, I know. I'm pretty sure she says sod
1: that makes more sense it
0: definitely makes more sense
1: but i look do you know what a monte cristo is because they talk about it on the show all the time i
0: know it's a kind of sandwich that's all i know so
1: it's like a grilled cheese but it has ham in it and usually made with swiss cheese but it sounds like you can dip the whole like the bread is dipped in like egg
0: oh so like some places
1: like deep fry the whole sandwich Mm -hmm. some places it's just like a grilled right. sandwich. Right. So there are different ways to like do it.
0: Man, I could not eat that right before going to bed. I won't sleep. It will Is not happen. It's too heavy for it's him. It's too heavy. I will not fall asleep if I ate something like a Monte Cristo right before going to bed.
1: So I presumably at the same time over at the Montana, you mm-hmm. see Niles and he notices Roz's gift sitting yeah. there. He hasn't looked at he it still yet. Hasn't looked. And he looks in, and it's just like, "Oh, Roz. Oh, uh-huh. well, what do you think's in there? Weird dragon statue. It's a
0: dragon, sure is.
1: Which there's a store in the mall that I know sells like these dragon statues. Uh huh. And I don't know what store it was. I feel like there was a store called the Nature Company that I think had them. Uh huh. I don't know. I kind of love it. I wish I had the little magic little crystal ball. Uh huh. Thing. I feel like Spencer's Gifts would have it as well. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yep. I'm gonna say Tiffany's Neiman Marcus. No, Sky Mall. Yeah, yeah. It's
1: definitely from Sky Mall. Yeah,
0: it's definitely not but Anyways, those... I
1: love this because here we have the man with the dragon right mm-hmm. now. Yep. And I I really like this. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: And then the end scene with Martin and Eddie both watching the cooking show upside down. So yeah. then Fraser tries it out.
0: Yep. I did like, uh, was because he comes up and he tries to do it on the couch, but I'm like, man, where that coffee table is, he's not going to be able to do this and he totally cannot actually do it. But he just, he does his best. It doesn't matter. He gets across what's happening because he clearly like shakes his head and he's like clearly thinks they're ridiculous and then wants to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. I could see this being entertaining. Watching a cooking show upside down. Yeah. Yeah. I could definitely see this being entertaining.
1: <laughs> I guess I know what we're doing after this podcast.
0: All right, and with that, uh, this has been. No, just kidding. Uh... <laughs>
1: drinks, 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 yeah. drinks. All right,
0: so in this ep- the episode, there was some coffee, uh, the coffee that Martin got with Hank. He also uh, just bought some Ballantine. Uh, they have multiple people have some sherry. Mm-hmm. Daphne seems to be making tea, but I don't think she ever actually. No, she does. Yeah, she definitely drinks it. Yeah, there's some tea, and then there's some champagne when they're celebrating mm-hmm. the engagement. Uh, no callers so let's write the episode
1: oh i you can see mine
0: i can't actually
1: 3.5 monte Cristos. (laughs) i i think i wanted to give this episode a three Uh then i kind of bumped it up a little bit
0: so it's interesting i actually really like this but i I still only gave it a four because there were a couple of moments that that pulled it down yeah but it could have been higher but Mm. there are moments that pulled it down okay the thing about Tina at the engagement uh-huh. ring bothered me a lot. And then um, just the whole, you mentioned the whole side plot with Martin and the TV guide. Like, it's just sort of like, it, I don't have a problem with it. It's just like, it it's like, I don't get what the point is. It's just sort of, there's no, like.
1: For her to have her vision again, it seems like. Yeah, but there's so many different ways. Like you, she just. Has I don't to know. Be I her, like, I think this episode is really weird.
0: It's a weird. That's a, a weird a, moment in this it's episode. So a
1: lot of weird moments in this episode. Yeah. That only purely just exists to get th- different things to happen, which I get. Yeah. But yeah. it shouldn't be that obvious.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. So, um, so you gave it a three point five. I gave it a four. For what? Clives.
1: Oh. Yeah. A call back to Clive. Call back to Clive. Yeah, that's not who I thought you were gonna pick. Who do you think I was gonna Mrs. pick? Mrs. Woodson. I thought
0: about Miss Woodson, but I picked. Yeah, I decided to go with Clive. Okay. So just to mention, so Janice Hirsch, we mentioned she had written two episodes. We gave those two episodes the average of three point two five.
1: Okay.
0: Lori Kirkland Baker's episodes a four point seven. Oh. Because.
1: So we kind of stayed in that average. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of like it.
0: pretty much right in between mm-hmm. the two ratings. Mm-hmm. So yeah and then that brings us to the part of the episode called we're listening where we respond to things that you've sent us uh you can uh contact us through twitter at fraser podcast you need uh go to facebook at facebook.com slash fraser podcast you can email us at fraserpod at gmail.com or you can go to our website which is tgifrk.com and go to the contact page and write to us there we got a couple of things actually from Sean Holland uh, this week. One was a uh, a tweet uh, just to oh. show show Diana what how Marty McFly sleeps and uh I think Yeah. Yeah.
1: I should go check that
0: out. So do you agree? You oh s- yeah, yeah, yeah. All like, like
1: on my stomach, all splayed out, all weird. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, one leg up. One yeah. leg up is very important when yeah. I'm sleeping. Yep, that definitely is. I cannot like... uh, sleep if I'm sleeping on my side, I have to sleep with one leg up. Uh-huh. I don't know why. That's just my normal body sleeping
0: possession <laughs> mm-hmm. and then he also uh emailed us a little bit of research about our last episode okay, cool. about Surratt and ted williams okay uh, he says i didn't know who uh george Surratt was either he was a french painter in the late 1800s his most famous painting is a sunday afternoon on the island of la grande jatte the one cameron stares at in ferris bueller's day off
1: oh yeah. okay
0: Sean goes on to say, uh, Ted Williams was a Marine fighter pilot who served in both World War II and Korea. I forgot he had fought in Korea. but um, He flew 39 combat missions in Korea after training pilots in World War II. His plane was damaging ground fire in one mission, but he managed to return to base. His great eyesight made him a good pilot and a good hitter. Another pilot in his unit said he was a great pilot. And who was that pilot? It was John Glenn. So oh. famous astronaut John Glenn was fought alongside Ted Williams. Wow, that's
1: kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's really interesting. Yep, uh, good trivia for yeah. us.
0: Yeah. Oh, and I think yesterday is the anniversary of when John Glenn died, and so that's
1: a weird anniversary. Is when weird. when you're like, yeah, let's celebrate when the person died. I
0: just mean like. I think I th- you
1: should celebrate that person's birthday.
0: Sure. I just mean I saw it on I saw it on Timehop, so because I was I was mm. upset that John Glenn had died, but. Yeah, no, that's, a, that's interesting stuff. I had, I had forgotten that all that. So, yeah, I didn't realize that's who Sorrel was either. But anyway, thank you for that. Uh, so anyway, if you want to write to us, you can do all those things that we mentioned. And uh, and thank you for writing you. to us.
1: I, we love hearing from you. I do love it. I, I love it. I won't speak for Dave.
0: I also love it. And
1: <laughs> Copycat.
0: That's true. That's true. I, I learned it from watching you. Um, Aww. So, uh, and also again if you want to support us so you can see this video episode. If for some reason you've listened to the entire thing in audio and now you want to watch it in video and see the I uh, see our Santa hats that we're wearing, you can do so at patreon.com slash TGIF Arcade.
1: Thanks for supporting us on Patreon if you do, and thanks for listening. Yes.
0: And with that, uh, this has been episode six twenty two. Visions of Daphne. <laughs> And this is TGIF Arcade wishing you all good mental health. Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs is a production of TGIF Arcade. For more info about the show, find us at Fraser Podcast on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook. You can also write to us at FraserPod at gmail.com. Diana is at Sweet Lime on Twitter, and I'm Slow motion Walter just about everywhere on the internet. If you like the show and want to help us do more, you could consider making a small monthly donation at patreon.com slash TGIF Arcade. Thanks for listening!